I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, welcome to a live Zoom slash Skype, whatever the fuck you want to call it, episode of the Shane Oliver Experience. We we don't do these as often anymore because of, you know, everyone gets sick a lot these days trying to book in. And I've only got once a fortnight bookings in the studio, so it can be quite difficult. So, nowadays, I just try and focus a bit more on the photography side of things and do sort of special episodes when I can. And so, we've got... Uh, the guys from end it all all the way from wa sorry and i'm so fucking bad i've already forgotten your names um uh, introduce yourselves uh i'm peter i do vocals in end it all uh g'day i'm lachlan and i play the bass in end it all 
Right, Lachlan and Pete from End It All. Uh, thanks for coming on, first and foremost. Um, I know uh, we'd, we'd been talking, we've, I've been talking a bit back and forth with Andy for a while now because he's been going, oh, you know, I want to tee something up soon, but, you know, just waiting, just waiting. And I'm thinking, fuck, 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 sorry, I've been just do it. Let's get it over the way. But uh, we're, we're here now it, uh, and I'm stoked and I've had a chance to listen to some of the new shit that you got coming out. And holy fuck, I don't understand why uh i haven't I, and this is probably be a thing that we'll get into anyway but i don't understand why i haven't listened to you guys a lot more um and why you've flown under the radar so much it, it, it's really good shit that you've got that you're about to uh drop and we'll again talk about that too and um does it does it really frustrate you sometimes uh living over on that side when it feels you're in the same fucking country right but it feels like you're a world away because it it costs just as much to get over here yeah it i mean none more so than i I guess at the moment because one of our favorite bands sanctioned they're not coming to perth oh aren't they i didn't come to perth so it's kind of like it's quite annoying. <laughs> like, it's like, it's just like, it, like, yeah, yeah, we have to put stuff like when we're releasing stuff on social media and that we've got to, like, we, we would love to put it at 6 p.m. here, but it's like 8 p.m. there. And like, so everything has to be done a bit earlier here, so to speak, like, <clears throat> to reach that fucking, like, as many people as possible. Side, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, it doesn't seem like much, but two hours can be a bit of a bit of a fuck around, eh? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like, <laughs> um, got mates over over east. Like, you message them at like eight o'clock here, and you think it's fine, but now nah, they've already gone to bed. Yeah, oh, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I can be. I'm usually pretty okay with that sort of stuff because I'm a bit of a night owl. But like, I totally yeah. I totally get that. Even then, like you're you're up doing shit or editing stuff, and then you you want to be like, oh, show, show off like this really cool thing that you've you, that you've found, and you're like, oh wait, fuck, it's like midnight. I should uh not do that because they'll be like, bro, what the fuck? My phone's pinging at midnight. What are you doing? Go to bed. <laughs> um so yeah even even just that sort of concept yeah it's frustrating and i mean like there's there's such a really rich talent of of music that's over in wa and especially like in in long-term aspects like there has always been good music over there it's just always been a nightmare for them to come across and it all all of it comes down to really is that you know musos don't have a lot of money as it is and it costs a fucking fortune to fly over. I I flew over there, uh, what, 2008, and it cost me like, I don't know, something stupid, something stupid even back then. Uh, I know it was at least 400 one way, uh, and, and that was going back back then. And I don't even know, I haven't even looked now, but I can't imagine what it'd be like. Yeah. And you guys have got to try and work your way around playing shows I mean, locally to begin with, which is easy enough. But then if you want to sort of branch out, you got to fucking invest. Yeah. Like, I know last time I left Perth, I went to Sydney and we, um, we flew, I think we flew Virgin and it was like 450 bucks. Um, like to, I think, it was, I think that was with return though, but I know the cheap, like the cheapest way to get over to the East coast is to take the red eye at like 6 a.m. here 
or like um, 12 a.m. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like really early morning. Hmm. And then so you get um, to the East Coast for um, sunrise. <clears throat> Bloody hell. And yeah. just really crappy, awkward times as well. And you just oh, yeah. no one, you just, it's just like no one wants to go there. But it's like, yeah, well, there's plenty of people that want to go there, but this is all you offer. This is yeah. what you're going to do. Yeah, that's frustrating as hell, right? And I mean, you know, uh, as a band, like you want to be able to play shows as much as possible. And like, you know, you can only at one point play local for so long, right? And so uh, going back to before we started recording, um, uh, you you guys first started End It All, was it back in 2018? Was that the inception? Yeah, that was when End It All started. Um, We were under a, a previous name um called high rise estate that was like um uh keanu and curtis um our other members they were in um a band with one of our old members um kyle and they were playing i guess more like a pop punk kind of um sound right and then they brought me in to because they wanted to be uh, pretty much like Parkway, <laughs> and so they, um, uh, yeah, and then like it got to a point when we were recording our first few songs that we were like, oh, maybe, maybe we should um, change the, um, maybe we should change our name, and then we changed it halfway through recording, and then released it, and then released the songs under End It All in 2018. So. Okay. That's pretty much that's how that started. So it originally, it, the concept originally started under a different name, yeah. uh, but the, the the sound itself, it wasn't really anything different. Uh, it was it was like I guess we went more towards the hardcore side, um, and the heavier side. Um, once we changed our name, and that. Um, so yeah. All right. Yeah. And what was, what was the initial inception of, uh, of the band itself? Like, so you guys just, was it really sort of, you wanted to, uh, have some sort of, uh, meaning behind the, the band and its, and its songs, or was it just more or less you guys all wanted to get together and have fun and, and, and do whatever? I think to start off with, cause, um, when I joined, I'd never played a show before. Like, I just, I just wanted to, like, over here, just wanted to play at, like, HQ, (laughs) which was the, which was the local spot or local all ages at the time. And it was like, it was just something I don't, I personally had always wanted to do, um, was to just, like, play a show, see how, see how it goes. Cause I'm, I get pretty, like, nervous at the best of times, even public speaking and that. And so, like, going up on there for the first time, it was kind of like, all my all my limbs were shaking (laughs) and and so yeah um but then yeah after that once we started getting a lot more um a lot more show offers and that i think it became a bit more serious yeah Um, so who were the kind of bands that you were playing with to begin with like what was the scene like over there and are there any of the bands that are that you sort of started playing with are they still around now um I think the first show has ended all. We played with Conform, who are still around now. Um, 
I think a couple of the shows after that, we played with House of Judgment, who just released an album um, a couple of months ago. Um, I'm not too sure uh, okay. if that rings a bell or not. Um, uh, we played a lot of shows with like Bitter Taste. Um, yeah, yeah. We play. Uh, we play a, a weird amount of shows with No Brainer, actually, who <laughs> love like tightest <laughs> band ever. Like They're so good. It's yeah. like completely like coincidental that we managed to get so many fucking shows with those dudes mm. but like it's so good yes yeah. fucking never skip awesome them. Blokes, like. never skip them <laughs> i i thought i couldn't know i could always i could never remember if they were wa or if they were adelaide but so uh, clearly wa band oh yeah. yeah 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 oh dude rich scene over there as well like jailed yeah. and hex and and, and Crossface, uh, sorry, not crossface, <laughs> cross check. <laughs> Hex and just just monstrous bands. And I, I, yeah. I, I would really, I, I can't wait for them to finally, you know, make the like the same with you guys as well. I can't wait till you guys uh, eventually finally come uh, over yeah, here, too. Like, it is in the works. <laughs> I could imagine so, you know, yeah. like it, it, it's one of those things too. Like uh, the more that I've talked to people over time about this sort of thing, um, there, there's a lot of shit that goes on behind the scenes and it's a, a lot of it's like half the time just, you know, a waiting game for confirmation for shit, uh, yes. whether or not it's a go ahead. It's the same thing with like getting your records pressed at the moment. Like there's just a massive sort of, stockpile well not even a stockpile i would say it's more or less a a, a blockade uh, of waiting on shit to get pressed at the moment you know like the yeah. entrapment boys are still fucking waiting on their shit yeah. and, and it's been months months so there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of uh fighting you got to do i guess to get the shit rolling but i mean in the meantime the best thing you can do i guess is at least try and play shows and you know, now that restrictions and stuff have started being a thing of the past you know like shows are getting pretty hectic again which is so good to see yeah. um and like you like international touring as well and like getting onto that too like you guys not long ago um opened uh for fit for an autopsy and those guys are just fucking monstrous and i mean just in itself them getting to wa is sick like international bands wa that's that's what you want you know yeah yeah by having by playing with them was i think probably one of our um better receptions when it came to like a show because it was a like, we didn't realize actually how many tickets were sold prior and then we were told the night of that there was like 40 tickets left at um for the show at amps and i was like what like <laughs> i was not <laughs> expecting that at all and they all piled in for the um for the early bands which was sick as well to see so oh that's that's such a uh, man, i'm so big on that too because it's like mm. if you want to if you're going to go hard like for a show go hard from the very start i love them they're the best ones and it's it's good that uh now like oh dude i don't know if you've seen some of the photos but like that speed gig whatever you whatever your thoughts are oh, on yeah. speed like yeah uh, they're instrumental in getting <laughs> that sort of shows back again like I, i'm so pissed because um, I was there to shoot that night, but I forgot to bring my spare lens and it got fucked in the um, deathbed pit. And so I only managed to um, shoot the first band. I was so right. fucking cut. Yeah, it was that, such a ridiculous night too. And that speed it, Brisbane lineup 
I would have fucking I would have sold myself like <laughs> saying that. I reckon like it was that was the um that was KP on that show too, weren't they? Oh no, they were going to Adelaide, I think. That's the Adelaide show. That's Winner's yeah. Circle, uh, <laughs> KP, uh, AWOL, and Speed. Yeah, no, we had uh, Deathbed, Crave Death, AWOL, and Speed. And that was, yeah, that yeah. was pretty fucking chaotic. I, I was very lucky to um, see Speed when they came to Perth with the others, The Chain. Ooh, and, yeah. Uh, it was wild. Like, couldn't move. It was, we're all like sardines. <laughs> like, <laughs> could not move anywhere. Like, and just the intensity of the crowd and that was just, like, I'd, like, I've probably seen a crowd like that for the, like, bands like Backtrack, Power Trip in Perth. Like, and it's, yep. that level's incredibly high. So, and to have that so early on for speed is just fucking insane, really. Yeah. Oh, look, uh, uh, say whatever you want, right? As long as it sort of initiates a change in like what people's thoughts are on shows, I think that's all that matters, right? Like, so yeah. shows from now on are just like, they don't have to be like that scale all the fucking time. But if yeah. like the big shows are like that on a regular basis, you're going to see more people going to shows. You're going to have bigger shows. You're going to have fucking lineups out the door again for like merch and shit. I haven't seen that shit yeah. in years. Like that was the, that was the funniest mm-hmm. thing to me on that yeah, night yeah. was seeing them. There was a lineup out the door of the venue. Right. And I thought it was just oh. a venue, like to get back, <laughs> like to get into the venue. And it's yeah. like, there was these fuckers walking out the side of the door with beers in their hand. And like, dude, this isn't like a line against you can, go in i'm like well what the fuck is this queue for and I'm like oh that's for the, that's for the merch i'm like you're fucking joking that was, that was quite similar to people in autopsy actually like I, yeah. I rocked up for loading at like six and there were people lining up to get in at six and the show didn't start till 7 30 and i'm like what the fuck is this i've not seen this for fucking years I love, <laughs> I, I love that it, it, it's just one of those things where you're just like fuck man i haven't seen that in so long like yeah. it, 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 it's it's awesome like i don't yeah. I, I i think like if it brings people to more shows and to do that sort of shit again man it's gonna make the the next hurdle is like trying to make more aa shows a thing again because that was a ri- yeah. rich like that's what i like i i grew up on right like that's yeah. how i saw all the bands that i love early on it's maybe more go to see more shows more often um is is the aa scene sort of um picked up over your way is it still because uh, i talked to andy about it last time and it could be a bit hit and miss is doing them and it's a bit harder but like is it any different now that like more venues have started like lifted their restrictions and sort of opened up again i think it's still the same I know the last AA show I personally went to was Polaris at HQ. Yeah. And that didn't sell out from memory. Um, okay. I don't know about Lachlan. Like... Um, yeah, I, I think I think AA shows are here. I kind of, uh, they're, as you said, they're a bit hit and miss nowadays, especially like, um, it, you just don't see them around anymore because most of the most of the big bands they want to play like eighteen plus because that's the bigger venues. Whereas like especially over here in Perth, like the most most of our AA venues are very small. Like mm. HQ back in the day always popped off, but now they can't pop off anymore because it's just the venue hires is just a bit ridiculous. And oh, that's, is that, it? Like, but that's just because of 
you know, where they are and what the council wants to charge them for uh, to put on that music for the night. But, like, yeah, AA is a bit of a, um, yeah, it's, it's just kind of non-existent around here because it's just too expensive to find a venue that wants to put on AA. But, like, if there's a, if there's a will, there's a way, essentially, like. Yeah, you do see, you, you still do see a lot of DIY shows being done um, uh, with skate shows even trying to be done, especially up here at the moment. We've got Borgie from Bad Habit. He try and he, he he's up at uh, Nambour at the moment and uh, he's he's always trying to get skate shows and in-store shows happening up there to try and like revive the sunny coast scene. And it's yeah. been it's been doing really well. Like it's starting to build back up that. again, and like the the community feeling of it as well. Like, the, I mean, this that that's that's the thing. That's why I always sort of like kind of push on it is that this is how you get the the next generation into listening to this sort of yeah. stuff, and then you you get them listening to it in the in the in like learning the etiquette of it. You know, because time and time again, I've seen so many people like even from like different music scenes as well. They sort of um like if it's a mixed bill this one always sort of kind of rustles my jimmies a little bit like if it's a mixed bill right and so you've got metal and hardcore on it uh, metal metal bands are always sort of like push pits and like still moshing and stage diving and all that sort of stuff but you know depending on the kind of pit that you get or you know hardcore pit it could be super intense and rough or you could get like um stage diving and push shoving like you do it like what speed got mm. but for an example like if you're talking about zabalba which holy mm. fuck like everyone's mad and everyone's angry like get the fuck out of the way like it's yeah. just what happens in those pits like and i get it you don't want people getting hurt and you want to be able to have a good time but you've also got to be aware of what happens in those said pits and if you're not paying attention you could get a boot to the face or you might yeah. lose control of your camera and you might bust it and fuck your lens like mm. what happened to me but it's just a thing that happens, you know, like yeah. I, I'm not mad at anyone. Like, yeah. So like I'm mad yeah. at myself more than anything for not <laughs> being ready for it, you know? And I was just yeah. like, yeah, it is what it is. But yeah. like, if you're used to that sort of stuff uh, in those pits, sure. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's fine. Um, if, if you like, I'm, just, I'm sorry if you got hit or hurt or whatever, but like, they're not trying to hurt you as well. Like it's not intentional. And you'll know when it starts getting intentional because those guys will usually get put on their ass or kicked out of the venue. It's just yeah. a part of that sort of world as well. But like that's that that's just my thing too. Like the etiquette, like that's how you you mold the the younger generation into learning about that sort of stuff too, without getting like you you come into one scene one way and then going into another and then thinking it's going to be the same. But mm. you know you learn pretty fast that sometimes that doesn't always happen like and not every show is like that where they go psycho but you know it just by chance if it does and you're a photographer that night um don't whinge like if <laughs> you know what i mean like it, it is what it is just be careful and move to the side and watch your back <laughs> i think i think you're fine too is that like when you're in the pit for most 
like hardcore bands, if you do get hit, most blokes will pick you back up. Like That's right, they'll yeah. give you a pat in the ass and sit there and go, hey, sorry for hitting you. You give yourself a cuddle and then you're off your fuck. Like most people are hell good about it. Like, do you find there being a lot of intensity at the, your shows over in WA? Like, what's the the overall scene like over there? Like, what what would entice the East Coast to try and get themselves over there more, other than it, like you know getting cheaper fucking flights? <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely cheaper accommodation as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to know people. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that um the pits here. They'll definitely like people will move. Like it's you just gotta have a fire starter, really. Like you gotta yeah, okay. like there will be people there that will start them, or if there's um if there's a band there that you know that are like are known for having an intense show, you'll get mm-hmm. an intense crowd kind of thing. Um yeah, like it's the scene here is like <clears throat> Oh, I don't even know how to describe it. Hey, like, yeah, you obviously you, you get your you get your good shows where like, say when like I don't know, like fucking no brainer plays. People show up for no brainer because no brainer is good and they want to you know give a good crowd for no brainer. But like when when we get the bands that come over here that usually wouldn't, we yeah. put on the show mm. because we know that like we want to be the best crowd that we can be. Because we know it's gonna be it's gonna be so fucking expensive for them to come over. Like we know it's it's a bit of a hassle yeah. for them to have to travel all around the eastern states where most like most of the time it's just gonna be like you drive 14 hours, you get the next venue, see you later, rather than having to chuck a fucking four or five hour flight mm. over across the Nullarbor to get to Perth. Like <laughs> it, <laughs> it feels like that, eh? <laughs> And it's even trippy too because, like, uh, even for like a two-hour difference, you lose that and you gain it. I can never remember how it works when you go from one way to another when you lose that. But like, yeah. do, does the sun still fucking go down at like eight, nine o'clock over there or whatever? Or like, what? Oh, does... In the summer, it'll definitely stay up to like past seven thirty-eight. Yeah, you're probably, you're probably setting at like seven forty-five or some shit. Yeah, you could argue that we get the better sunsets. Because it sets over the Indian Ocean. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. And like we get like some of the sunsets, even like in um, even though it's cold in the mornings here at the moment, um, we still get sunsets where we red in the sky and all that. It's fucking it's bloody beautiful. To be honest, if that's not a selling point to come over, I don't know what is. <laughs> it's just country over here. Like. That's great. Um, like with with you guys uh, as, as a band as a whole like w- when you play like what's your intention when you get up there on stage uh, like so are you there to sort of uh obviously get up there you're doing what you love you have it's your passion sort of thing but when you're up there like m- most bands will usually have some sort of stage presence to a degree with their songs or or whether or not it just be a fucking a, a good old time uh, do, do you guys like sort of drive home any sort of messages when you're up there playing or is it sort of just like you go for that intensity sort of thing? I think it's mostly the intensity part. Um, I don't think we drive home any real message. Um, it's more or less like it's angry music for angry people <laughs> kind of thing. And so like I think we try to mimic on stage what we would like to see out in the crowd kind of thing like we 
I know I definitely rock up the next morning to work very sore. <laughs> like, I definitely need a nice bath after. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, it's just trying to, um, just trying to, like, almost force movement kind of thing. Like, if we feel that there's not enough, we'll just go extra hard. So then, yeah, yeah. yeah. Try, try like show off the energy that we want them to show. Mm. Like just go like as hard as we fucking can. Yeah. So they they will pick up on that energy and go, okay, these guys are going hard. We need to go hard, kind of thing. Yeah. Have you have you hard as fuck? It's a hard line to walk, but I think yeah. you walk it pretty fucking well. <laughs> Do you uh what what's the what's the smallest sort of venue you've played before? Four five nine, yeah, four five nine. Uh, it's like with bands. Um, oh, it's a hundred cap, yeah, including band members. Hundred <laughs> cap, but you can fit fifty people in there comfortably. Like the <laughs> next fifty are fucked. Yeah, it's like it's like this long kind of venue with a bar down the side of it, and it. It's like it's very small. The stage is tiny. I'm forced out onto the floor. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like this uh, bar we got that has pretty regular shows and good ones too. King Lear's. It's a little dive bar. That'd be the fucking perfect place for you guys to come over. And nice. uh, you know, like that. Those sorts of shows are doing really well at the moment. Like little yeah. dive bar shows and shit. Like they get real intense. Mm. Have you have you heard of Pizza Death? No, nah. um, they're, so they're a, they're a Melbourne like they originally started as like like an online gimmick band sort of thing, but they kind of took off. They started playing shows. They they came and played at uh, uh, King Lear's, and like it was pretty much a sold out show, and like hundred people cap as well, and like they their whole gimmick is pizza, like literally, like it's just about pizza. And there was fucking, there was fucking like crowd surfing and people literally eating garlic bread and pizza in the middle of the sets and songs and shit. Like good time, crazy. Uh, like that, that sort of shit does really well at the moment. Like little small dive bar shows. Um, not, not to say that you can play on a bigger show sort of a uh, bigger stage sort of thing, but like, I, I think people are like sort of, really enjoying the the concept of like dive bar shows again yeah and uh you know because like you, you've got a bit more room for like craziness as well being in a smaller space yeah. um so uh, just like like just wondering wondering on opinion like do you prefer like bigger stage shows or do you prefer smaller stage shows um i personally like the smaller shows yeah um i do like floor shows I'm not too phased about how big the stage is. Um, obviously, with a bigger stage, more room to move around, less chance of getting hit by Lachlan. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I I do like the smaller shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like, look, I, I like any show where any cunt turns up. But like, <laughs> that's but what like, you want. Um, that's what you want. Yeah, but like personally, like I'm a big man. Like, like I haven't got fuck all on me, but I'm six foot eight, so I take up a lot of room. Big wingspan. <laughs> so like, I, I like I personally prefer the bigger stages where like I'm not gonna accidentally kick fucking Peter in the face or Curtis or anything like that. But like, 
I, need... like, yeah, that's just my person. That's just my body talking. Like, I prefer the small, like the bigger stages where I can move around. I'm not gonna fucking yeah, know, kick, kick like trip over a cord or kick a mic stand or something. But like, yeah, as, right. As far as like what 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 stage we're playing or like or what show we're playing, I'll take any fucking show any day because as long as people turn up, I don't give a shit. Like, mm. it, it could be five people, a hundred people, I don't give a shit. I just want to perform. For people, yep. I, I love this craft. I love what I do, and I mm. love this band. Like, I just want to fucking get it out there and like protrude this music because it's fucking bunter. <laughs> and it's always good to 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 feel that passion about shit too, because like you, you um, I don't know, you like in this weird world we got going right now. It's uh, the minute you start sort of like over. Uh, being overconfident in a way about certain things, you get you get judgmental people coming along the way to sort of like bring you down about it, and it's very frustrating because in this in this era of shit, like crazy shows and and good times is what we should be looking for, right? Like who gives a fuck about uh, what they're trying to do or if they're trying to market themselves hard out or go on the full PR train if they're good and they're not assholes, let them, let them do what they want to do. Right. But I mean, I'm all for like, if their pieces of shits, fucking don't give them anything. Right. Like <laughs> well, don't, don't support assholes. Like that's not yeah. cool. But like if, if they're just doing whatever they want to do and it involves them getting in your face a little bit, like with marketing or whatever, so be it. Like that's, yeah. that's what like a lot of the bigger bands did earlier on. Uh, I mean, just in a different way, like, instead of it being in your face all the time because the online world wasn't a thing mm. it was literally playing a show every weekend yeah. like that era uh, uh like 10 15 years ago that was literally how these big bands that we love seeing at like fucking stadiums got to where they were they were playing fucking 100 to 200 shows a, uh, a year uh every weekend uh now you find them most of the time just doing like a couple of national tours every now and then yeah. uh so be it they work their ass off to get to where yeah. they were they can do whatever they want you know and like it's this there's so much hard work that goes into it all you always want to release the best shit that you can and in saying that too like had a chance to listen to the new shit that you got and oh like just so underrated it's so like wa shit is really underrated and it's it's really starting to bug me now as well purely because of that that distance and how fucking frustrating it is to to be able to go back and forth because again music scene over there is fucking on fire like i feel like it's popping off everywhere but i mean just like it's a different level over in wa you guys have got really good shit and it's frustrating for, 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 for me my point of view is like I, i've also got family over there so i'd love to go and see them but it's fucking expensive yeah so like it i'm sure it's just as frustrating for you guys when you see like all the shows popping off over here right you just want to be amongst it right yeah 100 yeah <clears throat> and for, for you guys like putting putting so much effort and hard work into this shit like how long did it take for you guys like it's a, it's an ep that you got coming out yes. is that right yeah it's not a full yeah. length but it, like and that's another thing too a lot of bands are uh, are doing like more of an ep start off and maybe sometimes not even worrying about an album depends on how they go right but yeah. um for you like how long has the process been for this ep so fucking long. I figured. Holy I figured. shit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like we started writing this after uh, about when we released our split with House of Judgment in 2019. 
And then it was that took about a year because we had, I think, about 14, 15 songs that we wanted to choose from. Yeah. And we, we were so set on, all right, it's going to be an EP, but we're going to treat it like an album kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so we only picked, uh, we picked nine songs to do pre-pro with, and then we were going to pick um, seven from those nine. And, oh, my goodness, like, because we were recording while all the lockdowns were happening in Perth, and yeah. so it really, like, stunted it kind of thing like it was um like we'd build up some momentum like we'd go in because we weren't we didn't do like a a recording block like over three weeks or something like we were going in like once a week Mm. twice a week sometimes um because our producer ethan he was um he was fine with that and so it was kind of like um we do um long days and then we would um, come back like the next week or something. And that took forever. <laughs> like yeah. pro. And then recording, it didn't take too long. Um, but then the mixing and mastering, oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> it, it took was, so long because yeah. we just want, we wanted everything to be yeah. fucking perfect we, for we this would, release. We definitely nitpicked, like, no disrespect to um, Chris who mixed it. Like, he was so helpful and so like acknowledging and understanding that we wanted like it to be absolutely perfect in our eyes. And, and he, so, did, he did a fucking awesome yeah, job. Like, and he right. fucking killed it. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, pretty much it's been, it's taken us maybe two and a half years. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's taken a point. long fucking yeah. time just to get to the point where we're happy with it. Mm. I mean, I mean, restrictions aside, like there wasn't really much you could do about that sort of shit. Yeah. But I mean, it's a hindrance too. Like it made mm-hmm. it, it made the process take even longer. But like, mm-hmm. what was it specific? Like, n- n- won't say nitpick, but like say as an example, what w- what was a certain point that say you really nitpicked on a part of a song that say took a, a long period of time? You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. saying before, you you took a while to get something sorted. Say you're working on a song and uh, a certain part of a song was really struggling. Like, what what was it that really took so long? As an example, um, during pre-pro, um, there was one song that because um, e- Ethan helped out with the writing process as well. Ethan and Curtis just couldn't figure out how to. Um, how to, I guess, write the rest of the song. Like it started off great, and then it just they just couldn't figure out um, how to end it, kind of thing. Yeah, right. It was, um, I think it was something to do with like the scales or something. Like they just couldn't figure out a good riff um, for this one part, and then that took, um, like including lockdown from that. I think that would have taken maybe a month, two months, and that was when I. I was like, I piped up and I was just like, no, this has to, like, this Holy is shit. too long. Like, <laughs> like, like, I, I'm not too sure um, if that's, like, an accurate timestamp on it, but it, it felt like that, really. Like, it was just... <laughs> but that's... <laughs> like, that's, like, take a shit and get off the pot. Yeah. <laughs> That that seriously does make a lot of sense, though. Like, because I know some guys that are uh, that are just 
really OCD about the stuff and it would take them like forever to just figure out one little part on the song. So that, that time frame makes perfect sense to me. I don't dispute that at all. So uh, like, but that's the thing, right? Like it's your craft. You want it to be the best it can possibly be unless it's like if you're a savage and like, you know, some bands are just like that, right. Depending on the sound that they do, they'll just release shit when they, fucking write stuff you know and they'll put it out who cares whatever um good on them like so you know times i've wanted to do that <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like as soon as it's like um it was all like, it was all finished in like i think april this year yeah and at that point i was like should we just like fuck promoting this and just release it it's taking too fucking long <laughs> I, I remember when I was chatting with Andy from Loudmouth <laughs> and um, he, he was like, yeah, we'd be really keen to like get you guys on for a potty sometime. And I think that had been an on and off sort of bring up in a conversation here or there, like over a, I don't know whenever whenever the episode was that i had with him like so within a year time frame he'd be met we've been messaging on and off about like yeah we'll get you guys on it's fucking september like <laughs> you know <laughs> i feel like the whole process even you guys getting your fucking album going and even just getting you guys on and recording a potty has just been like a really stretched out process yeah, yeah. like it took us a long time to figure out release dates yeah right okay got to like I think I um, I had a big part to play in that because I was like too nervous to make it too soon. Like right. we made the mistake of um, or previously in setting a date, working towards it, but then shit just being real, really down, like down to the wire. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't like I I wanted to not have that. Like mm-hmm. even though we ended up, we kind of ended up getting it. Um, this time anyway but we still had a bit of like a week two weeks leeway in mm-hmm. there so it's been it's it's been good though like the whole process like i'd definitely do it again yeah yeah like <laughs> not anytime soon though <laughs> it's just it's just been a whole lot less stressful this time <clears throat> oh that's good <coughs> oh, excuse me sorry this fucking tickle man i'll tell you what it's just <laughs> <clears throat> absolute savage to me at the moment and um <laughs> forgot my water bottle so oh, whatever um uh, yeah it's a bit, I'm, I'm fighting a losing battle at the moment um <laughs> in, in saying that uh you've you've got you've got the stuff ready to go um so far how many songs in total was it seven <laughs> right seven and usually bands will cut stuff down and and and, and you you said you were working off something like 14 was that right yes. or yes we had like 14 15 demos <clears throat> and so what do you do with those ones do you just chuck them out or do you put them towards something else or what's the go i think we'll put them towards something else like we'll just like chop them up use riffs that we like use ideas that we like for the next um release that we plan um mm-hmm. i definitely know in one of the songs it's the fourth iteration of it so we've had that one written um from our first ep and then it's just been rewritten 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 it was originally called short song because it was only a minute long and now it's 
I'm pretty sure it's our longest song. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and then, uh, was it one that was already recorded, but then you re-recorded it or so forth? Or was it one that sort of you were consistently writing and then eventually recorded? I think it was definitely an ugly duckling. <laughs> like it just would never get picked for the cut for each of our releases. And then we finally got, like it finally got its chance and it's like yeah it's definitely a song that would um encompass everything and it all would be about i reckon i just heavy fast fucks to play live I love I love the hype it gets, but fuck me, it's a challenge. Yeah, I always yeah. I always want I always find that very pretty funny when 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 guys will want to play like you know fast fight riffs or whatever, but then want to try and add in like skilled shit. It's like just do one or the other, man, because sometimes it, it's like you can tell that they're just trying to force it sort of thing. Yeah. So they don't get labeled as like a one thing sort of band. It's like, just, just do what's in what within your limits and don't go too hard. Like it, yeah. you can, you can see that come out in a lot of times too. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, um, it's, but like in saying with that, I, I didn't, was it disengaged as yes. well? Like yeah. we're allowed to say that cause we're going to play yeah. it. Yeah, dude fucking intense like i loved yeah. that shit that was so good it's and um definitely uh, one of my favorite songs <laughs> and this sort of stuff as well hasn't been released on spotify or anything like that too so uh, uh listen to my shit um, <laughs> i don't i don't even follow the number game or any of that anymore like again it's, it's that's stuff is irrelevant to me it's more or less that people listen to new stuff and a new avenue for bands to plug stuff whatever way whatever way works you know what i mean um it, i i'm i'm really hyped on on, on your tunes to be honest like uh, it's it's not it, again like i said at the start like i'm not sure why i hadn't like been regularly sort of listening to you guys for a lot longer uh so i'm not sure what what turned me off it to begin with but since you know knowing that we're going to be recording again having a listen back to your stuff just yeah so good impressive uh to say the least that <laughs> wa music is just really underrated and mm-hmm. um uh whenever whenever bands come from there i think or even going over i think like giving giving as much hype as possible is what you want to do because mm-hmm. yeah it's just that like the chain as well like i'm i'm so big on them and, and yeah. I've, I've got a couple of their seven inches and um one of their demo tapes as well and just yeah. you just don't think that oh well more or less that there is so much good music around right like you just gotta you just gotta keep looking you just gotta keep finding and and stay in the scene you know yeah. like and follow your local too like that's absolutely yeah how else mouth over there for you guys fb pages follow as many instagram uh local pages as well like you just gotta trust aim the loop like <laughs> algorithm shit sucks too like i try and yeah. post stuff and it just gets like, i don't even know how to do all that stuff you know i just want to put mm. shit up like yeah. put photos up or whatever and it's like some mm. some take off and then some just get like fuck all and you're like 
Mm. I don't know how to do this, man. Like, yeah. I just want people to like. I just want people to like my shit. And, and, and I, I know, I know just enough to get by. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Bare minimum is very hard these days with the yeah. online world. It fucking sucks. Like, I yeah. remember, like, give me, give me back that MySpace era, like where you just jump yeah. on to see when the bands were playing and then fucking turn it off and then go. Like, yeah. that was, <clears throat> that was, that was so yeah. easy. Yeah, or early Instagram where everything that you followed, any any time someone you followed posted something, you'd see it instantly. Yeah, like, right. But nowadays it's like it gets unless you follow them regularly or like their shit regularly, you don't see it regularly. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's like I don't follow everyone on the regular basis, man. Like fuck. Yeah. Gee, like, yeah. fuck. Well, they've added a new thing I've noticed where you can, like, they've got two feeds where you've got your normal feed and then you've got your following feed now. So, have you guys done, like, looked into that, like, with, with you guys and like your promo and stuff like that for your release, like getting onto all that sort of shit? Or, like, is it really kind of just a drag? Um, I, I look at it sometimes because I'm usually the one that um, posts the stuff to um, socials and that. Mm. um but i've i've definitely found the right oh like the a time block as to when to post yeah okay um, and i'll yeah i've noticed that posting at a certain time brings about more interactions more um views and that um rather um rather than some others and it's just i mean it pings my phone off sometimes and i'm just like player you <laughs> can't be bothered checking it man <laughs> yeah well honestly there's some days where you just like you, you know you should be doing shit or whatever or you've got stuff to plug and you just like i, I refuse to open it i refuse to <laughs> to just uh, open this app right now i just don't want to look at it i, I, I don't yeah. i'm just gonna go and do this instead um and then you'll come back on it at your terms and you're like fuck i shouldn't have done that i should have done it right then and there anyway yeah. let's sort yeah. this out now like <laughs> yeah. the scheduling tool for facebook is a fucking godsend like it just i do everything when i feel like i'm doing when i feel like i um i can't be bothered to do it and then just scheduling it and then just forgetting about it and then remembering once it's posted like oh yeah shit this was posted <laughs> didn't they have that feature with instagram as well or have i just forgotten how to use it i think um you got to connect your instagram to your facebook to uh, schedule nowadays i think and yeah we we don't do that <laughs> i barely use my uh <laughs> facebook page i just mainly use my insta one because it's more pictures that i put up yeah. and like algorithm on facebook is so much fucking worse so like yeah. I, 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 I don't we, know i think we definitely put more focus on instagram than facebook at this point in time yeah yeah it's uh, even real... like fucking um socially like because i know for me like if i put a story up on instagram like my like or like because I don't like my personal Instagram is basically just mates that I follow and mates who follow me. If I put that shit on Instagram, everyone sees it. Whereas I, if I put it on a Facebook story or on a Facebook post, no one fucking sees it. It's a it's really weird disparity. Yeah, yeah. Even though they're owned by the same company, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. fucking weird. <laughs> I I don't. Oh shit, run. Mark Zuckerberg! Fucking hell. <laughs> 
Oh, he, fuck, he looks like a fucking lizard, eh? Honestly. Yeah, right. like, <laughs> Him doing the mad thing was just a fucking <laughs> cool cunt. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> scaly skinned cunt he is. Oh, and, and it just sucks, too, because, like, for a lot of the for a lot of the time like in order to stay relevant or for people to like promote shows it's all online so you've yeah. got to be a part of that fucking world sometimes like you i mean you don't have to but like for a lot of people to see these shows or or to know what's going on like that's where you and, put it and it's like the, i don't want to fucking do it yeah my beef with facebook is that they've diminished the reach or the organic reach so low now that now you have they're, to fucking pay for yeah it. they're forcing you to do ads and that and like when you're in a local band like us it's like we can't afford that like, yeah. like it just it puts mm. it way out of reach they put it in my need. personal shit too where they're like oh no, nah, like that literally, I just be scrolling from my feed and a post from End It All will come up. And like, do you want to boost this post? And it's like, no, just <laughs> fucking reach it out. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> I want people to see it now. Like, I don't want yeah. you to have to fucking boost it for me. Like, yeah. why do I need to boost it in the first place? Yeah. Like, they've yeah. got the option to boost it to people that like your page and you're just like isn't that the reason why they like it or follow it like just see what we posted like just major fucking reach killers it's yeah. so annoying like it actually grinds my gears <laughs> like, for some reason instagram doesn't do that instagram's like yeah we'll fucking put it out to all your followers it's up mm. to them whether they like it or not it's like hang on how does that work out yeah yeah i don't know fucking online world is really frustrating and and all it is yeah. is getting worse and worse like we're getting more into it like i don't know i'm pretty i'm not far off like moving to the fucking bush to tell you the truth like, <laughs> i'm halfway there looking like it at the moment like because i just like it's just like it's not that i've stopped caring it's just like fuck i'm sick of people sometimes and like it just it, there's less happens out there so there's less stress you know like yeah, we're like we're like 10 minutes from the sticks already so <laughs> oh no i see you've already got that backdrop like it's perfect <laughs> You know, you can just switch off anytime, really. Um, yeah, just a cheeky just, 10 minute drive. She'll be right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, my plan was with this one is that I was going to play a new song at the very start uh, of the episode. Like, because I think we you, you gave us a, a couple, I think, but I don't know how many you wanted to play. Um, so, I was thinking either we could finish the episode with a new one uh, if you only wanted to play the one. Um, or we could have one play at the start and then have one play at the end. So, I mean, that's up to you guys if you want. If you want to just go with one, we can, um, and we can add it in and um, go from there. Um, I think playing both would be all right. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, one at the start, one at the end. Yeah. All right. Well, Maximum we'll... potential. Son, let's get into it. <laughs> uh, well, is it, what this one will uh, – What? which one do you want playing first then? Um, probably Lucid Ake. Mm. Lucid Ake as the first one. At the end. Because yeah. I guess it's tomorrow. Yeah. Um, uh, well, all right. So they're the, they're the ones we're going to lock in. Lucid Ake and Disengage. Um, give us a quick rundown of the two songs. Um, Lucid Ake features Bobak from Justice for the Damned. Um, yep. He, he fucking killed it on. He did yeah. such an awesome job. He did one take and that was all he fucking needed. Yeah. Like, he did such <laughs> a good job. That's sick. Uh, it's definitely our more refined song. Like, if you've 
if you've listened to our stuff previously, it's, in my opinion, it's um, more well-written, more like more like free-flowing structure to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as for Disengaged, it features Candice from Crave Death. One oh, of, fuck yeah. One of my personal good friends. And she fucking killed it on that as well. Um, and that's more of like a, more of a lean towards hardcore, more of a lean to what we like in punk and grindcore. Well, yeah. I like in grindcore. I don't know if anyone else in the band likes it, but I was, and it's one of our shorter songs. It's one of our more intense songs. And it's got one of the biggest breakdowns in it. <laughs> yeah. It really just like solidifies who we are. Yeah. Like, I was I was thinking to myself then as you were explaining that as well, like where you, it's uh, more well written, uh, more refined and stuff. And the first thought that came in my head was like, it, it's got a better crunch. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. 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 Like when I was listening to it, I was just like, whoa. Like it just seemed like it, like the uh, no disrespect to the other stuff, right? Yeah. So like it, it's like it's still like at that level sort of thing. But then like yeah, listening to this, I was just like, oh, that's good, you know. Like uh, there was that sort of thing. And um, again, like was going before, like it just underrated shit going on in WA at the moment. And like that's sick. I didn't know that you had those um those cameo fits too. I miss yeah, that. Like, we've tried to keep it secret as much as possible, but. On the on our pre-save link, we've accidentally on purpose leaked that. So, of course, we shouldn't like that. But, oh, yeah, <laughs> I guess it's happened now. Yeah. Oops, the... like, yeah. oops, oh well, like, <laughs> something like that. So, yeah, like, um, yeah, getting those two um, on a song each was definitely. Um, was definitely one of the goals for us like when discussing feature vocalists like they were both at the top of our list and super glad that they both said yes so yeah because I mean that that's the other thing you guys have got to <laughs> got to worry about as well is like if you're going to do these um, guest spots you literally do have to like get them recorded in unless you wanted yeah. to fly over to Perth <laughs> yeah like yeah it was um it was definitely like telling them that, oh, there's no rush. We don't have um, a release date in mind. Like just do it whenever you want. And that gave us probably the best product really. Like there was no rush to it. Like, yeah. I, don't know. Um, I think it was Candace was like stressing over if she'll get it there in time. And I'm like, honestly, don't stress. Like, yeah. <laughs> like there's no rush in it at all. And I think she finished her bit over a year ago, so still no rush. <laughs> this this whole time frame of this release and just your band at the moment has been wild. It's yes. uh, to say the least. It's so bizarre, but I hope this is the chance where it all fucking changes now. You know, yeah, like a, 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 a nice fresh breeze come through. Yeah, like it's been a long time in the making because obviously our last release was in 2019 and I'm pretty sure the plan was to have it out last year. Mm-hmm. Obviously that didn't happen. Um, but <laughs> it obviously. was like, we've been playing shows in between and all that. Um, like just playing shows when we can because um, 
Keanu, uh, our drummer, he does FIFO. So he works out of Karatha, which is... Oh, yeah, that's up fucking whoop whoop. Yeah, two and a half thousand kilometers north. So, and we try to work in conjunction with his schedule a lot because um, we don't want him to not only miss work, but not miss tape as well. Um, yeah, right. So it's it can be a bit frustrating at times, admittedly, but it we would much prefer to play shows with a full catalogue of members rather than getting a fill-in, which we were pretty infamous for <laughs> at one point. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like, you want the core unit to be there sort of thing, yeah. so you got to try and work around that, I guess. Yeah. yeah, it makes it difficult, but, like, you know, everyone's got yeah. their own sort of life set up. Yeah. Um, we, you, we I noticed... Young, so, <laughs> like, we wouldn't play a show without it now, to be honest. And that's how I've made myself into the band. <laughs> Easy done, you know. Um, like I, I noticed one thing as well that obviously the, the there's been a couple of different logos I've noticed over the time. Like with your yes. cassette, uh, as to what you used recently on that uh, aut- autopsy fucking flyer. Is that the new logo for years now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like. I don't know, like, the first logo was just me fucking around on Photoshop. Yeah. And then we got that revamped by um, someone or an artist from Melbourne. And then we <clears throat> and then we used that for a bit and then thought, oh, maybe we should, maybe we should change logos and that. And then it got to a point where we didn't give a fuck what logo we had. <laughs> like, it was just, it all says the same shit, so. <laughs> we are logo sluts. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's the amount of rip, um, or the amount of rip-off um, logos that I've made personally is just exponential <laughs> <laughs> i know yeah because like i know some like some bands will always be like no this is our fucking Im- like logo and we're fucking sticking to it yeah. uh and, and like but I've, you've seen like so many bands have changed their logos over time yeah. it's always I, I i mean you've always got a soft spot for the ones that keep the the og one right but yeah. i mean like if you want to start fresh fucking start fresh do whatever and yeah. in your instance you don't give a shit you use whatever <laughs> it's um like I mean, for the EP, we've gone titleless, like, no need, no need for a logo. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, it's it's all for looks, really. Like, it's, yeah. like, as long as, like, people can semi-read it, I guess, like, being in this um, genre of music, like, it's, as long as people know and people are familiar with what it is, then I don't see a pro- an issue with um, changing it up every now and then. Like, I think... For the Kid Presentable show for our uh, for the upcoming or for their weekender, one of the flyers has a logo that we used for a sticker. <laughs> like, and it's I'm like, oh yeah, I mean it works. Like, <laughs> hey, oh that's so good. KP, by the way, I, if you haven't seen them yet, are so fucking good. I man. Not no, yeah. like, we're very keen. For Heard them never over. seen them, but I'm keen on it. Yeah, like, ah, magnific. <laughs> They're, yeah, they're good. We're, yeah. we're very keen. Like. Yeah, compliments to the chef. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, I got a chance when they came up to Brizzy, whenever it was that they did. I got a chance to shoot them at that one, and yeah, they were just they were fucking so good. Yeah. Uh, it was a ridiculous lineup for that weekend as well. Like it was a KP Burn and Hell tour. Um, mm. so I mean, just lineup in itself was really off great burn in hell as well like, oh I, dude yeah. i would have loved to have seen them on that tour with blood mouth 
Like, oh yeah, that and Bloodmouth too. Like Bloodmouth yeah. has got one of the guys from KP in it. Like oh. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Not know no, that, just, but that's fucking sick. <laughs> savage, savage fucking brutes, man. I love it. Like, that's what I mean. Like, oh, the music scene everywhere is popping right now. Yeah. And I always feel like WA doesn't get a fair shake sometimes just because it's so far away. I mean, yeah. not really, but you know, like, <laughs> like we, we, we do definitely get jealous when another Perth band gets to go over east and we're like, why not us? Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's not so much a fucking one at like, a time. Yeah. It's, it's not so much a, oh, fuck, why not us? It's more or less like, oh, come on, dog. Like, yeah. like we're here for a bail. Where's our turn? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like, oh, mate. Yeah. No, it's going to be so good when you guys finally come over, though. Because, like, yeah, everywhere's just popping at the moment and, like, uh, the music. To come over. Like, yeah. It's definitely been in the in the plans. Um, Probably twenty twenty three. We're looking. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully get over. Um, there is talks of a potential weekender, but that's in the, its early stages. So. Yeah, right. Cool. That's good to know. Um, uh, well, uh, on saying that as well, um, is there anything else you've got uh, in the works, or anything else that you want people to know? before we get them to listen to the final Newey song that you got dropping? Um, obviously, EP out on the 7th of October um, mm-hmm. called Put Here to Suffer. Um, we've got, uh, we will be having pre-orders for merch coming out um, a couple of weeks before then. Um, and we've also, obviously, as we've touched on, the Kid Presentable Weekender um, WA um, over the long weekend here. Yeah. Um, oh, you guys get long weekends too. Fuck. Just, <laughs> yeah, cool, hey? <laughs> yeah no, no, no idea. See what I mean? You guys are in a different fucking world. I got no idea. <laughs> it's like, I mean, just because we have the Queen's birthday in a different month doesn't mean we're fucking. Is it the Queen's birthday weekend? I'm not too sure. Hey, like, I know that it um, is. Yeah, it's fucking different every state. Honestly, I, I, gotta go. I don't ask questions. I got, I got a day off work. I'm happy. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, right. We, don't we, ask. We don't have the Queen's birthday in June because we have WA Day, and it's apparently it's a rule that you can't have too many public holidays within a month, so they swap it to a different month. So yeah, okay. <laughs> bizarre, right? Selling oh, someone's funny. fucking birthday in a different month just because it doesn't work. Like, oh, yeah, we'll do it next right. month. Like, okay. <laughs> you imagine I mean, doing it? Like, we're happy for it. We get next day off. <laughs> oh yeah, working wise. But you imagine, like, I mean, obviously she probably doesn't give two shits. Different world, right? But you imagine if she yeah. actually did care. She's like, how dare they move my birthday? No, it's like, right. fucking... <laughs> She's like, these fucking WA yeah. taking the fucking same day. Calls up, like, put it back. Oh, put the day back. <laughs> Fuck it, militarism. <laughs> uh, oi, boys, it's been fucking awesome having a chat to you guys. Yeah, like, even though it feels again a <laughs> world away, but it's not. But like doing this whole Skype shit doesn't happen very often. But when it does, uh, it feels it feels special to me. Um, just for the sake of the distance, and also like, yeah, I, I got a soft spot for WA, having family there, and only being I've only been there like once, but like. It, it, it's just one of those things right um and, and i love i love the place over there and like you guys as well the the music sounds awesome i can't wait to hear it drop and 
especially you guys with your shows coming up uh, with KP and hopefully coming over to the East Coast next year. Uh, again, WA bands have got a bit of a wait uh, in getting over here, so they do their best. Uh, but again, I've really appreciated you guys coming on, eh? Thank you for having us. Oh, thanks for having us. Oh. Hey. Absolute honour. Yeah. Oh. Oh, thank you. Uh, there's no honor involved in this. It's just shit talking and yeah. plugging, you know, but I love it and I appreciate it a lot. So we're going to finish off the episode with Disengaged. Uh, and like I said, the very first song at the start will be uh, Lucid Ache. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Cool. Uh, Lucid Ache will be in the first song that you've heard uh, and Disengaged will be the final one that you hear. Thanks again, guys, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Uh, I am going to hit the end button and I think this is probably going to stop the call again. I forget how this shit works. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a novice no, in this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so again, appreciate your time guys and enjoy the rest and um, we'll you. keep in touch. Eh? Yeah, absolutely. Catch you later. Have a good one. No worries. You too. I'll catch us later. Yes, Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.